I want to thank today's sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so you can have it be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, plus many more. You can make money from your podcast with absolutely no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm today to get started. Welcome back to the Wrong Advice Podcast. I'm your host, John Picciuto, and thanks for coming back. Appreciate to have you here. Uh, at the time of this recording, it is March 1st, 2021. Uh, it's been a long, crazy year, uh, about a year with COVID now and lockdowns and a lot of crazy shit's gone on in the last year. So I thought it would be uh, an appropriate time to uh, throw on my hindsight goggles and look at one of my old articles that I wrote for Elite Daily. Uh, That was five years ago about how turning 30 taught me that it's okay to not have my shit together. Um, I think I wrote that article a little bit naively at the time. Um, I wanted to discuss a little bit about how the lens of turning 30 um, and, and the implications of 29 to 30 and and so forth was going to drastically change my life and how that number of three zero was going to alter things in me that I didn't know were humanly possible. And I say that was naively because five years later, I think I hold a lot of these uh, concerns and feelings still to this day. Um, I think turning 34 to 35 gives you a lot of the same feelings that turning 29 to 30 um, can have. It's It's a common thing when you hit these milestone years and milestone birthdays. And in a year like this past year where you know, a 35th birthday ordinarily would have had pretty nice party, friends, family. I had none of that this year. And, you know, that's pretty similar for a lot of people. Um, I wanted to look back at this article because I think it's important for us as people just to kind of be able to understand that um, there's no right time in life to have your shit together. It's okay whether you're 21 or 41 or 61 uh, to have problems. I mean, life is one giant problem, something that we're navigating on a daily basis. Um, I don't think age really means that you have to have a certain expectation of where your life is or a certain uh, checklist of items done by a certain point in life. And I think that you get so wrapped up in that um, ticking boxes and checking things off a checklist that you don't really stop to look around and see what's going on in your life and address the things that you do want to work on and uh, the things that you do want to be better at. Um, I think the important thing about birthdays and time is perspective. 
um, it gives you a good opportunity to look back. And a year into this pandemic, I think it's a good opportunity for me to look back and see kind of how far I've come in the last 12 months. I'm doing things now today that I never thought I'd be doing a year ago. I'm happier now today than I probably have ever been in the last, geez, I'm not even sure. Um, and all of that comes with skepticism. You know, all that comes with a healthy dose of concern and unknowingness of what the future holds. And that's okay. I think it's really easy for us as people um, to think that life is just a matter of choices and checking boxes. And it's not that. Um, this article had me looking back at, you know, the 10 years previous from 20 to 30 as if I'm supposed to have all of these answers, you know, in, uh, in dating life, you know, there was this really strong push for everyone to be married by 30 and have the white picket fence. And here I am five years later and I don't have any of those things. Um, fences are super expensive and you know, I just haven't met my person yet. Um, I think what the one thing that time does though, is it gives us a good amount of clarity. Um, it gives us the benefit of learning what we want to do and who we want to be. And unfortunately, that's not something that you can learn at 22 years old or 25 years old. Um, this is stuff that you learn through trials and tribulations. These are things that you learn through good times and bad times. And if it wasn't for this last year of COVID, I'm not sure I would be doing the things that I'm doing or appreciative of the things that I have. You know, as difficult as time can be, you know, it's not something that you get back. And I think not enough people consider it as the true only currency that we have in this world. The only thing that really does matter. The only thing that we don't get back. Um, time is something that we need to appreciate more and more. And I think that's a, a lesson that unfortunately a lot of people learn this year. You know, this this past year of COVID, of this crazy lockdowns and people losing their jobs and their loved ones, I think as terrible as it has been, you know, I'm also hopeful that it's been something that uh, can teach people and give people, um, you know, new insights into life about what's important. Um, you know, it's funny, when I wrote that article five years ago, I thought that... I was behind. Um, I might have put this uh, rose-colored glasses on and talked about how it was okay to not have my shit together, but the truth was I didn't have my shit together. I was a 29-year-old kid trying to make my way in this world, and I think, you know, with how everything evolves on a daily basis, on a yearly basis, it's really okay to not know what you want or who you want to be. I mean, these are really difficult times in the world, and things are crazy. Um, it's okay for you to start looking at things with different lenses and wanting different things. And maybe that is chasing your passion to be uh, an artist or a nurse or a photographer or a teacher. Or maybe it is realizing that the person that you're with is not the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with. Or maybe it's shooting your shot with someone who you think you could be great with. Um, I think the one thing that you learn as life goes on is how valuable time is. And it is really the only commodity that matters. I think the funny thing is that at 35 now, I still don't know shit. I mean, full disclaimer, the name of this podcast is the Wrong Advice Podcast. I don't really have the answers. I'm really just here trying to give advice, um, you know, advice that I wish I had for myself, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, um, 
I want to be able to talk to people about stuff and tell people things that will make them feel better. Um, I want to give people advice because I want to see us all happy and healthy and winning. I mean, at the end of the day, the only thing that's important is your happiness. You know, we have only a limited number of days on this earth and only a limited amount of time to spend with our friends and, and our family and our loved ones. And I want to make sure that everybody's waking up every day happy, healthy, and ready to thrive because that's what life's about. I mean, as difficult as this last year has been, it's also given me an immense amount of mental clarity and given me so much by the way of learning from mistakes and learning from the things I do and don't want with my life. And I don't know if this pandemic didn't happen, if I ever would have gotten here. I would have been slaving away in a nine to five at a really unhappy job or doing something to pay the bills that just really wasn't something that was fulfilling me. And, you know, I'm lucky that, you know, turning 30 gave me some clarity on some things that I needed to fix for myself financially that have set me up for success long term. Um, that I don't necessarily think I could be taking these chances today had I not learned that lesson five years ago. There is one thing that I did like about the article that I wrote five years ago, and it was thinking about your life in thirds. Um, you know, I think if you're lucky you live to see 90, that's uh, probably an overestimation for me because, you know, family history and whatnot. But if I make it to 90, you know, 30% of my life is over. And I'm now partway through my next 30. And where do I want to be 25 years from now? What do I want to have accomplished 25 years from now? And I think what I've learned over the first third of my life is doing things that will impact me, not just today, not just tomorrow, but five years from now. And what I mean is taking a really long introspective look in terms of what I want from a daily basis out of my life. And it's easy to say that and it's easy to do that and it's easy to say these grandiose um, concepts like I'm going to change what I eat or change what I work out. But if you start doing things on a small scale, it's really amazing uh, how much you could succeed. And let me give you an example. Uh, a year ago, when the pandemic started, I started writing in a journal again. And it's probably the first time in five years that I was writing. And every day was a struggle. And there was plenty of times where I went days without writing. But I've gotten into a groove now where every morning I wake up and I start writing about things that I'm thankful for from the day before um, and things that I want to get accomplished today. And I think these little daily reminders and or affirmations, whatever you want to call them, have been a very positive change for me. It's given me something to look back at and look forward to. Um, I think at the end of the day, we really don't do enough time of self-help and self-love. And it's easy to get wrapped up into a social media blinded world. Um, how many Instagram followers we have, how many likes we get on a certain picture. And I think the, that we don't do enough of getting back to basics. And that's really what I've tried to do over the last year. Because when you can't leave your house and you're kind of stuck alone with your thoughts, it's, uh, it's, it can become a, a scary place. I think 30 year old me had a pretty good idea about what I wanted to be, what I wanted to do. I just didn't know how to get there. Um, I had some really good ideas about how life is more about the journey than, you know, the number of uh, 
whatever stuff, the amount of stuff that I have. I think that I had these uh, notions about myself that I didn't do a good enough job of really focusing on the last five years. And I think when you start looking through your life in terms of the lens of time, it's really easy to get lost on what a coulda shouldas. And it's a lot harder to kind of look at where you've been and where you're going. Um, I looked at turning 30 as where I was and where I wasn't. And that's a really easy lens to look at things. Um, what I needed to realize is that at the end of the day, how old I was is just a number. It has absolutely nothing to do with who I am or what I am or what I'm going to become. And it's no more of a defining characteristic of myself than what my job title was or um, who my favorite band is. I think at the end of the day, what I've learned in the last year is something that I didn't learn at 29 to 30. And it's how valuable time is and how important it is to really take the amount of daily bullshit that we go through and take it all with a grain of salt. Um, I think it's really easy for us to get bogged down in things and really easy for us to get to get lost into things that we think are important, but ultimately not very important. Um, you know, I finished the article that I wrote five years ago with travel the world, fall in love, get your heartbreak, get a tattoo, make mistakes, live your life. Um, do what makes you happy. And if you're lucky enough, things will eventually fall into place. And the truth is I didn't do any of those things. Um, I did travel a little bit. I definitely fell in love and got my heart broken and got a couple tattoos, made a lot of mistakes, but I wasn't doing what made me happy. Um, I wasn't doing things on a daily basis to put me in a position, uh, to be happy every day. And I think that's because at the time, you know, even though I was 30, I didn't know what those things were. I didn't know what my passions were. I didn't know what I wanted to be or what I wanted to do. And I think ultimately that's the most important lesson that you learn with time. Things change, you know. <laughs> I mean, if this year's taught us anything, it's how how difficult life can be. And I'm constantly evolving and I'm sure you are as well. It's super easy for you to think you want to do one thing and then change your mind. And that's okay. And I think if anything, the, the most important lesson that I've learned this year, um, along with how, uh, you know, fragile life is, is that time is so short and we only have a finite amount of it here. And when if we're lucky, we are going to live a long and healthy and prosperous life, but not all of us do. So it's a matter of making each and every single day count. Um, and it's a matter of being happy. And I know that that's such a cliche bullshit thing to say, but I've woken up many days over this last year confused, uh, sad, um, bewildered, and that's an easy feeling to kind of understand because it's been an unprecedented time in history. But recently, I've kind of come to the realization that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be when I'm supposed to be there, and that's something that you get with time, unfortunately. This is not a lesson that you learn when you're 23 and or, and or 24 or five, or, you know, at the end of the day, I don't think this is uh, a place I could have been in 10 years ago. It's the place I'm in now. Um, and I think it's a really cool place to be. Um, I think the realization of how fragile things are, um, starts putting into perspective where you want to go and what you want to do. And 
you know, I, I think I'm I'm one of the lucky few that has an immense amount of self-realization and am extremely introspective in my life. I've always written and now I'm talking about it. And I think if more people were able to look at themselves with an unbiased lens and address the things that they're good at and address the things that they're bad at and find their passions and find what they're, you know, really, really passionate about, it can make things in life simple. So what's my advice for you today? Um, I don't think this is the wrong advice. I think this is a good advice. And I think, um, I think that my hope for you is that you take what I'm about to tell you and apply it as effectively as you can. And, and that's as follows. Understand that time is a commodity. Understand that the amount of time that you have on this earth and to be alive is infinitely short. I mean, I can remember being 15 years old, not being able to wait to get to college and leave home. And here I am 20 years later, wishing I could all go back and do it again. Um, Time is the most important thing in your life. And don't wish it away. Don't hope for it to go faster or speed up. I think when you look at your life, you're not going to remember the big moments. It's all the small mundane things that happen on a daily or weekly basis that make life beautiful. So my advice to you is to take each day and live it as if you have found your immense purpose, found the exact thing that you want to do with your life, and really take each day and make sure it counts. And that's a really easy thing to say and a really hard thing to do. Um, So make sure that you spend some time figuring out what it is that makes you happy and figuring out the things that you want to do with the rest of your life. Because until you can lead your life in a way that makes you happy on a daily basis, you're just going to be going through the motions. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's my advice for the day. And, uh, I think that there's, uh, there's a lot to learn and, uh, time is a valuable lens and something that, um, not enough of us give enough, uh, kind of thought about. So as I end uh, episode two of the Wrong Advice podcast, I want to give you my uh, daily recommendation, Um, and it's a book, and the name of that book is Calculating God. Um, I believe it's by Robert Sawyer. Um, I read the book in about a week. Um, It is fiction. It is not overtly religious, um, but I really, really, really enjoyed this book in the way that it approached um, life and uh, religion and the concept of God. And I think, you know, without diving too much into the book and really giving away too much, um, I recommend it. I think you guys could uh, really enjoy it. Pick it up. It's a really quick read. Again, it's fiction, um, obviously, with a uh, factual based uh, storyline. You know, it, it involves real places and fake people. But I think. Um, I think it's a it's a valuable uh, book, and it, it can give you some introspective thought and the ability to kind of look at your life, um, look at what you want, and uh, give you a frame of reference for how to try to start compartmentalizing things. Um, I think that calculating God puts things into a perspective that not a lot of us consider things, and could definitely be. Um, you know, could be your favorite book after you're done with it. Um, so again, that's my recommendation for the day. Thanks for joining us. Um, 
hit that like button, smash the subscribe button, do all the things, follow on social. Um, I'm really happy to be taking the time out of my day to record this podcast, and I'm going to have a couple more episodes coming out soon. Um, And yeah, thanks a lot. Take care.